Galatians chapter 1, verse 3, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Amen. Today we're kicking off, as Pastor Nathan said and Kyle, we're this new sermon series called Freedom's Call, and we're going to be walking together through the book of Galatians. And the book of Galatians is actually not a book. It's a letter. It's a letter written 2,000 years ago by St. Paul to his family in the faith and all the churches uh, centered in this place called Galatia. And if you want to study this even more in depth, Pastor Nathan, he put together a pretty cool, awesome little uh, half-sheet study guide for his life group. And so if you want to pick one up on the way out, each of the exits, you can use it in your life group, you could use it in your family, you could use it in your personal study, throw it in the car when you're driving around, look at it when you're stopping places. Let the word of Galatians soak over you these next six weeks. You know how long it takes to listen to the book of Galatians on your YouVersion app? It takes 22 minutes. And if you read it, it'll take probably 15. And so I encourage you to do that over the next six weeks to read the word, continue through it, meditate on it, let it soak into your being. Galatians is a letter about freedom. And we're going to be looking at freedom's call in our lives, freedom's call from confusion, freedom's call from the past, freedom's call to really live life, freedom's call to call God our Father, freedom's call to serve, freedom's call for all people. Our theme verse for the next six weeks is going to come from Galatians chapter 5. And uh, Kevin and Kelly, their son, actually put up uh, all these YouTube videos last night um, from all of our days 25 years ago doing youth ministry and everything. And I was like on a Netflix binge last night watching all of them. There's like five hours on there. And I I couldn't believe it. When we did a one-by-one choir tour in Southern California, we came home, we did a concert, and Pastor Constine, if you remember him, gets up and starts reading from the book of Galatians. And he read our theme verse, Galatians chapter 5. And so here's a little clip. Hear him, hear him, uh, hear him out. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. You, my brothers, are called to be free. All right. That was, uh, did you see the guy with the jorts and the mullet? That wasn't me, Okay. <laughs> That was not me. That was somebody else. Galatians chapter 5, uh, verses 1 and 13. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. You, my brothers and sisters, you were called to be free. That's what we're talking about for the next six, six weeks. And as Nathan, Pastor Nathan said, I don't know a better time for us to consider freedom We're starting out on Memorial Day. We're ending on the 4th of July. And given the current political climate in our our culture, in our country, I think it's good for us to talk about freedom. Today, God is leading us to consider freedom's call from confusion. And I think that's a relevant topic for us. I mean, we've all been confused in our lives, right? We've gone through times when we don't see things clearly. We hear different voices. We get mixed messages. And we yearn for a life of simplicity, a life of clarity, a life of freedom from confusion. But the world that we live in is pretty confusing, right? Like our present political climate. Uh Uh-huh. Are you at all confused by Trump, by Bernie, by Hillary, by what's going on in America? My life group, we, we met this past Friday. We got into a big political talk about what's going on. And we all had different opinions. And it was awesome for us to debate and think and wrestle with things going on. But we all came to the conclusion that, man, it's a pretty confusing time in our culture, in politics, in the world. 
We also were talking a little bit about Memorial Day. Memorial Day is a day for us to remember those who died in service to our country, the men and women who gave the ultimate sacrifice. And we've got a video we're going to show a little bit later. We're going to spend some time in prayer thanking all of our uh, servicemen. But it should be a day of remembrance, right? A day of gratitude, a, great, a, a day of thankfulness. And in many ways, in some ways, it should be a, a day of somber awareness that there are many families in our country that are grieving the loss of loved ones who gave their lives for our freedoms. But I, I got confused this past week. I thought that's what Memorial Day was all about. And I was reading the newspaper, and the culture can give us mixed messages, can't it? It can give us confusing messages. So I was going through the newspaper on Friday, and I was seeing all of these ads. Check this one out. It told me that Memorial Day was about getting new appliances. Next ad. The Memorial Day was about flooring. Next ad. Memorial Day was about furniture tax-free. Next ad. I mean, I'm in the market for a truck, but I didn't know Memorial Day was about me getting a Chevy, or as Ford says, it's a sellathon. The next ad. We pay the sales tax at Orchard Supply House. That's what Memorial Day. There was about 20 of these full-page, half-page, red and white, blue Memorial Day ads. I couldn't find anything in the paper about the men and women who died serving our country, who gave their lives for our freedom. That's confusing, isn't it? That is giving you a mixed message, a mixed message about what memorials all a day all about. And we get mixed messages like this all of the time. We get it from the culture. We get it from people. Uh, Kyle and I were joking about it. You often hear that term mixed messages when it comes to relationships, right? Maybe when you're first starting to date someone and they're doing something, you're like, they're giving me mixed messages, right? Or when you're trying to communicate something and, and you're about to call them on the phone, back when you had to call people on the phone, and uh, for an hour you'd be practicing what you're going to say, right? And then you get up the phone, you dial it, dial it, oh, you hang it up, and then you go. Now it's like texting and, me- and, and emailing and stuff, and, and you've got to have everything just worded right because you don't want to give a mixed message. You don't want to be confusing, confusing. A lot of times that happens in the workplace too, right? Your boss will say something, but then their boss will say something, and then some coworker will say something. You're getting all sorts of mixed messages from different people, and life can get confusing. Well, that happens in the culture. It happens in relationships. It happens in the workplace, but it also happens with our faith and our walk with God. Our walk with God can often get confusing because we listen to different voices, Voices that give us mixed messages. Voices that tell us something different than we thought about grace and mercy. And that's the exact thing that ha- was happening 2,000 years ago. The churches of Galatia, they were getting mixed messages. They were being confused because different people were talking to them and saying different things about Jesus Christ and about the gospel. And so let's look at Galatians chapter 1 together. Galatians chapter 1 verse 1, we're going to go through a few verses and see what it's talking about. Galatians 1, verse 1, it says, Paul, an apostle. So back in those days, they would send a letter, and they would say who it was from at the very beginning. So it's from Paul, an apostle, and he says, Sent not from men, nor by a man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead, and all the brothers and sisters with me, to the churches in Galatia. The apostle Paul, he's writing this letter. It's from him, and it's from his brothers and sisters in Christ to his brothers and sisters in Christ in Galatia. This is really a family letter. He's writing a letter to his family because he loves them and he cares about them. And there's nothing better than spending good, quality family time to free you up from the confusion of the world, right? To focus you. 
And so the Apostle Paul gets the greeting going, and then he starts it off with a word of blessing. A few weeks ago, I was talking to you about that, the power. Don't ever underestimate the power of blessing your children, of blessing your family, of blessing those God has entrusted to your care. I remember, Kevin, when you blessed my daughter, Hope, uh, seven or eight or nine years ago when she was just a child, had our house up in Downey, put his hand upon her and said a blessing upon her. My wife and I were watching, and, and we learned something that day about blessing our children. That's what the Apostle Paul is doing to his children in the faith, to his family in the faith, to the ones he loves in Galatia. He says to them in verse 3, he says, grace and peace to you. Paul knew grace. He killed people. He killed Christians, and he found forgiveness from Christ. Paul knew peace. He knew peace in the midst of being jailed and imprisoned and beaten for his faith. He says, grace and peace to you. From God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, here's the gospel. Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to rescue us. To rescue us from the present evil age according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Powerful words of blessing and grace from St. Paul to his family in the faith. And then he goes in and he says, I want to clear some things up for you. I want to give you freedom from confusion. And so in verse 6, he says, I'm astonished. I'm astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you to live in the grace of Christ. And you're turning to a different gospel, which is really no gospel at all. Here it is. Evidently, some people are throwing you into confusion. They are trying to pervert the gospel of Jesus Christ. And then he comes in pretty hard. He says, but even if we or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we preach to you, let them be under God's curse. As we've already said, I now say it again. If anybody is preaching to you a gospel other than what you accepted, let them be under God's curse. Paul was serious because he loved his fellow family in Galatia. He wanted them to know the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because you see, at that time, there were some people coming to the church in Galatia, and they were telling them that the gospel of Jesus, the grace that we find from God in Jesus Christ who died on the cross for our sins, they were saying that it wasn't enough. They were saying, you Gentile believers in Galatia, you listen to us Jewish believers, as they were called the Judaizers. You need to go back to all the Old Testament legalistic rules and regulations and Judaism built up even more rules and more regulations. They said, the gospel of Jesus is nice, but you've got to fill all these other things. You've got to do all these other rules. You've got to fulfill them in order to have the grace of Jesus Christ really work in your life. The Galatians were getting a mixed message. The Galatians were confused. So Paul came in with love and care, blessing his family, and he wanted to remind them there was nothing they could do to earn God's grace and mercy in their lives. Now, we don't have the same sort of thing. We don't have uh, Judaizers coming into St. John's or into our church telling us we need to fulfill all the legalistic rules that were built up in Judaism over centuries. We don't have that. But we do have lives that are filled with confusion. We do have voices that are speaking into our hearts and to our minds that are telling us things that confuse us. Sometimes it happens in the church. Sometimes it happens when we listen to the media and to the culture more than we listen to God. Sometimes it even happens when we listen to our own minds over God. Just this past Sunday in our new member class, one of our new members, we were talking about the importance of sharing Christ with our words. And she told us a story about a friend of hers who is plagued with guilt, plagued with shame. 
And she says to her, I just can't go to church. I can't, I can't be a part of church. I'm just not good enough. I mean, the things that I've said, the things that I've done, the things that I've thought, how could God ever love me? How could God ever forgive me? Have you ever had times like that, times of confusion and not clarity, times when you were filled with shame and filled with guilt? At times like that, you need a voice of freedom to release you from that confusion. But where are you going to get it from? You're not going to get it from the newspaper. You're not going to get it from your own mind. Times like that, well, I think the Apostle Paul frames it so well for us. Freedom from confusion comes from God's word through God's people. Freedom from confusion comes from God's word through God's people. Paul, he couldn't text. He couldn't email. He couldn't pick up the phone to get in touch with the Galatians, but he could send a letter a family letter that traveled miles and miles to them so he could speak a word of blessing. Freedom from confusion comes from God's word through God's people. I've seen it time and time again in my life, experience after experience, but one experience keeps coming back to me as I've been thinking about this text and praying about it over the last couple weeks. It was a time in my, in my life in high school when I was, uh, I was in a dark place. I maybe, I don't know what the reason was, I, if something happened, or it could have been just normal high school things. I may very well have been even depressed. I pulled myself away from the church, pulled myself away from community, I pulled myself away from the word of God. I started spiraling negatively, filled with shame, filled with guilt. It was dark, and I was confused. And I remember sitting in my room one night in my house up in Hillside there, and I was not feeling too good, sitting at my desk doing nothing. And all of a sudden, I heard the faint sound of music. I heard people singing, and the singing got louder, and the guitar was strumming, and I go to the front door, and there were the Belials, and there were the youth group. The youth group that night I skipped, and they noticed that I skipped, and they brought the youth group to my house. And they came to me, And they gave me God's grace and mercy in a powerful way. They spoke to me. They said, no matter what the confusion is going on in your life, in your heart right now, Mike, no matter what, you cannot do anything to earn God's grace and mercy. And we're here to tell it to you in song and in word. And I thank you for that gift of freedom. I thank you for that. That gift stays with me. It stays with me year after year of what a perfect picture of what God is talking about here in the book of Galatians. And Kevin and Kelly, I want to say thank you on behalf of myself and all the other youth and people that are coming here for our little reunion afterwards. Thank you for changing the trajectory of our lives in powerful ways. It's what the Apostle Paul did. Paul knew God's grace and mercy. He knew God's grace and mercy, and he found true freedom in God's grace. But not only that did he find that freedom, the apostle Paul was sent out to bring freedom. You see, Paul's life was filled with confusion. He was confused. He was killing Christians. He had everything wrong. He was people-pleasing. And then the mercy and grace and the gospel rescued him on the Damascus road. He found freedom from confusion. 
And God sent him to bring that freedom to the world. That's why, he, that's why he writes these words in Galatians 1 verse 10. He says, am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Am I trying to please people? If I were trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that the gospel I preached is not of human origin. I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it. Rather, I received it by revelation from Jesus Christ. Life is always confusing when you try to please people. Life is always free when you serve Jesus. That's what the Apostle Paul is telling us. And I can see that in my own life. I'm going to bring up Kevin and Kelly again. I'm sorry if I'm embarrassing you guys. But I remember traveling around Southern California with our one-by-one youth choir, Southern California, into Arizona. We were singing songs of the faith. We were standing up and sharing our faith with other people, witnessing to what God's grace and mercy had done in our life. Kevin, I remember you sending me and Brent Stewart down his old school Porsche. We would go down the road and, and we would go to people in our church, youth in our church, that weren't coming and were struggling with their faith and they needed to hear about the freedom of the gospel of Jesus Christ, not from their parents, not from an adult, but from their peers. And you sent us to do that, to bring that freedom. That's what the Apostle Paul is getting at here in the book of Galatians. Freedom from confusion comes from God's word through God's people. As St. Paul blessed his family here uh, in Galatia, he wrote those words. I want to say thank you to Kevin and Kelly. Thank you to your family. Thank you for blessing us, so many of us, so many years ago. And uh, I'd like to come down and say a blessing over you if I could. And I think that all of us can do that. And uh, you can just stand up right there if you want. And I'm just going to put my hand on you guys and our friends and family here. And why don't you your kids stand up too because uh, you're only three months when, when you guys left, but we love you and we care about you. <laughs> all right. Uh, and if you could just put your hand up, everybody, to bless them, put your hand toward them, to the Belials, and we thank God for them. Heavenly Father, grace and peace be upon the Belial family. We thank you for the Spirit working in their lives so many years ago, changing the trajectory of so many youth. Lord, we bless you, we praise you, we thank you for the freedom in Jesus that we found through them. And Lord, let that freedom identify who they are always let your freedom continue to reign through their lives and their family as they bless others, as continue to bless others for generation to generation. We give you thanks, Lord Jesus, for all your work. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Let's close it off with our, our verse, Galatians chapter 5. Sorry for crying so much. I used to be the crying pastor all the time, and I got away from it for a while, so I wanted to come back. <laughs> come back to it a little bit. These words from St. Paul. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. You, my brothers and sisters, you were called to be free.